Hey everybody and welcome to episode 99 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys and girls, welcome back to the show. Welcome to episode 99, one of the century. Um, so yeah, everything's uh, it's going really uh, nicely here. We've got some really good interviews lined up for you guys, and um, yeah, you know, the, I've been getting lots of messages through about the interviews on the teeth, um, on, on the teeth with Dr. Thomas Levy, toxic tooth, um, all about root canals, etc. Uh, still get messages through from the interview with Matt Embry about MS, so that's awesome. Anyone that you know who, who has got MS or could benefit from that, please share that with them. Um, I've been getting great, just great feedback of all the episodes we've been having recently, so really enjoying getting these episodes out for you guys and girls. Um, and um, yeah, awesome. So what's been happening this week, um, apart from the fact of the the Gillette advert on toxic, quote-unquote, masculinity. Um, I actually had a little bit of a, a chat with um, a lady on Facebook who who I actually uh, invited onto the show to discuss this um, because, in my opinion, this is complete nonsense and it's an agenda to get rid of the alpha male, um, which they've been trying to do for ages and promote beta male tendencies because, let's be honest, most men, the majority of men, are good people that love women um, don't be sexist, it's like, we know, um, don't be bullies, yeah, we know, most men aren't, um, and this whole, sort of like being lectured to by a shaving company isn't something that, uh, we need to, to, to be done, uh, so we need, sorry, um, it's just an absolute farce, and, um, yeah, I for one won't be buying Gillette anymore. Uh, Wilkinson Sword will be my new uh, razor if I buy one. Um, you know, it's funny from from the company that have actually had a post taken down of Instagram because it went against their guidelines for some reason, which was me just posting the the former Gillette advert where they had Gillette um, had all these um, women dressed in very very tight clothing, uh, like almost like PVC blue with Gillette. Um, yeah, printed on their bums, and I put that up and saying, "Look, actions speak louder than words," and that apparently, yeah, yeah, apparently, um, <laughs> was against Instagram's policies. It's like, really? Okay, it's an advert. It's gone out to millions of people, and it's just Gillette. Um, ad- it's their advert. So, how does that go against your principles? What you think? What I think it does? It goes against Instagram's principles of um, the yeah, the aggressive not the progressive, the aggressive left. So anyway, interesting, uh, that's been going on. Um, and so, yeah, if anyone wants to talk uh, wants to learn more about the, the, the agenda for the for the alpha, alpha structure of the alpha male, go back and listen to my interviews with Jason Christoph. I think the one with him about alpha males is episode 66. It's a great interview. Talks all about how they, why, why they're trying to do this, what the agenda is. Um, because once the alpha male goes, and there's no one to protect, the true alpha males, it's not about, going around being the swinging the biggest dick at the party and, and, and trying to bed loads of women. This is about being uh, a strong character, a protective character who um, 
looks after the tribe and I mean, strong alpha males they realize women are the crown jewels we don't take women lightly we treat them with the respect they they deserve because they do deserve deserve respect and we've talked about before women are the crown jewels and once they go the whole tribe goes so it's really really important but having deal with dealing with lots of men who are um, in the UK it's not so bad at the moment but in America we've got clients all over the world America and Canada where they're sort of losing they don't know how to they don't know <laughs> how to act anymore because in case it, they get construed as being toxic uh, or, or portraying toxic masculinity uh, which is complete nonsense so but we care, we've got to be careful with this because men will start to not understand where they fit in um, but you know um, for those of us that no, it no, it's for the no, it uh, for the nonsense that it is. Uh, we won't be perturbed. So, anyway, on to episode ninety nine. Um, today's episode is with Scott Nelson of Juve, uh, which is a, a company that produces red light therapy, um, red red light therapy units, and it's absolutely phenomenal. And um, you know, Scott Nelson, uh, he he's worked with lots of different medical uh, industries in in the past. Um, and we go into what red light therapy can actually do for you. Is it safe? The health benefits of it? How red light therapy works? What makes the Jove red light therapy unit different to other units on the market? And the results that Scott has seen and the results that they've been, they've been getting around the world um, with their units. So really, really interesting, um, really, really interesting interview. And Scott has has had leadership positions, if I can speak, with some of the largest medical device companies in the world. Um, so he's, a, he's someone who's got a wealth of knowledge in this in this area. So without further ado, here's Scott. Enjoy the interview, and I'll see you on the other side. All right. Where, whereabouts in California are you? Uh, Orange County, so just south oh, of LA. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, I was, in, I was there in the summer. Um, yeah, I had a friend's wedding in Canada. Then we went over to um, San Diego and... Uh, Went down to um, all the way down to uh, Venice Beach, but yeah, it's a lovely part of the world. Uh, oh yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, so um, so Scott, I wanted to get you on because you know it's, I mean, your your product, uh, your product, the red light therapy, is something that's, I mean, it's been around for a while, but it's something that's sort of coming, becoming more and more popular in the in the health world. Um, just for people people out there, because I'm already recording, because why not? Um, <laughs> people out there. This, um, so your company uh, is Jove, right? Um, is that how you say it? Yeah, it's, it's pronounced Juve. Juve. Uh, kind of, it's, it's kind of a play on rejuvenate. Right. So Juve. Right, yeah. that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, where's the name coming from? Because it's, uh, it's J-O-O-V-V. It's quite a unique name. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of it was a function of uh, a couple different things. We liked we liked to play on rejuvenate, as I mentioned earlier, because that's sort of what light therapy is, is doing to our, our bodies. And more specifically, our our cells. Um, but uh, we also were interested in a in a catchy kind of short short dot com domain as well. And so uh, so that's 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 how we landed on Juve. Oh right, yes, because yeah, I was even when I was I remember when I first saw you saw you guys. I was looking. I was found. I was actually saw you on Instagram because um, who was it? I think the Mind Pump guys uh, were using you. Uh, and then I was I was trying to find you. I just kept on typing in red light therapy, red light. Nothing was coming up, and I was thinking, what? I was, I was trying to think J something. I was trying, it took me a while, and I was like, oh, right, like, Juve. Yeah, that was it. It was. Uh, but once yeah. you once you hear of you, once once it's uh, in your head, it's quite unique. So uh, I don't think people forget you. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's, I'm not sure exactly when you were doing your searches, but we any, anymore we rank we rank pretty well on uh, on most of the uh, the search engines. Uh, obviously, Google being the number one. So yeah, if you just type in Juve or even quite honestly red light therapy, uh, you, you should find us. Yeah, awesome. And um, so so just your your story, Scott. How did you get into red light therapy? How did you get into actually well the yeah Juve and, and and putting this product out to to people? What 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 made you so passionate about it? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll try to be I'll try to be uh, somewhat somewhat brief in, in how I uh, answer that question. But I personally, I've spent my entire career in in the traditional med tech world, um, you know, med- cardiovascular medical devices to be more specific. Um, really, for the past fifteen years, and actually, that's we're, we're based in Southern California, as, as kind of we we alluded to, alluded to earlier. But um, I was we were formerly based in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. That's kind of the Silicon Valley for the medical device space. And so, uh, the last big company I was with, or large strategic I was with, was Medtronic, which is um, you know the largest medical device company in the world, actually. Um, so, so that that's been that's that's sort of what I've done for the past fifteen years. And uh, back in uh, let's see, it was early, early 2015. Um, my sister-in-law as well as my wife purchased, I'm using air quotes here, so you can't see me, but Hmm. purchased red light therapy, uh, packages at a local spa in Minneapolis. It was kind of the the winter. There wasn't a lot of sunlight, um, sort of in the, in the, in the upper Midwest part of the United States at that, at that time of year, likely the case there and there in the UK this time of year as well. But, Mm -hmm. um, they, they were looking to, to, you know, improve their skin health, get a little boost of energy, um, et cetera. And they actually, over the course of about eight to 10 weeks of consistently going to the spa for red light therapy, they saw some really good results, um, largely with respect to, you know, reducing some age spots, re- reducing eczema, kind of skin related issues. Um, but as you can imagine, going to a spa on any sort of consistent basis like that, you know, three, four five times a week is, is pretty, uh, is pretty, uh, inconvenient. It's onerous. It's, you know, it can get expensive if you want to do it for a, a prolonged period of time. And so, uh, my sister-in-law, Melissa actually, um, uh, was able to convince her husband, Justin, who's an engineer to, to build some, to build some prototypes or some products that, that they could use at home. Um, and so after, you know, um, kind of building some early, you know, uh, what we consider kind of our, our early, our, our very, very, you know, version one, uh, prototypes of, of, of the Juve devices. Um, that's sort of when I sort of, you know, became looped in. I, like I said before, I have spent my entire career in traditional med tech and, you know, one of the first things that I, I, um, I did was, um, uh, was ask a lot of questions because by, by nature I'm, I'm, I, you know, I was pretty skeptical, skeptical of, of red light therapy. I was used to, you know, dealing with cardiovascular stents and balloons and atherectomy catheters and, and things like that. And so I, I quickly kind of poured into the, or looked, looked into the published peer reviewed, uh, clinical data with respect to light therapy or as it's technically called photobiomodulation. And I, w- I was blown away by the sheer amount of, uh, of published research, um, regarding the, regarding the therapy. And so, um, I, I was pretty impressed. And then after, you know, a combination of uh, of Justin's sort of early prototypes and you know my background in, in med tech and looking for um, you know sort of the you know, what, what we perceived as kind of gaps in the marketplace we, we kind of came to a few a few distinct things um, one was it became pretty pretty apparent that you know the key to light therapy was um, was you know the device has to deliver the right wavelengths of light that's that's kind of you know important point number one the second the second biggest biggest point was the power output. Um, it needed to be, um, um, you know, significant enough to receive a, a clinically relevant dose of energy. 
um, in a relatively short amount of time. No one wants to use a device for hours and hours each day, you know. So you had to, you had, you have to get, you know, you had to, you had to, deli- you know, the device needed to be powerful enough to, uh, to get benefit from it in a, in a short amount of time. And then really, the last, the last sort of missing thing that we saw when looking at at other light therapy products was, was really just the treatment size. We wanted something that could deliver, you know, the energy over a very broad surface area, ideally the your your full body. And that, that's what we didn't see in the marketplace. We saw a lot of handheld devices, small, like little handheld devices that were really underpowered. Um, but nothing that could treat, you know, um, you know, y- your, your full body, um, in a short amount of time. And so those three things, we saw those three kind of, kind of big gaps, especially the last two. And we thought, huh, well, you know, maybe, maybe there's something here. And so we, we launched our first product in early 2016, February of 2016 to be exact. <coughs> it's kind of been a it's been a it's been a whirlwind ever since. So 2016, okay. So yes, yeah, couple a couple of years, yeah. Um, well, yeah, almost almost three years. Almost so, three now. Almost yeah. three years, yeah. So um, what is um? So so I want to get into what red light therapy is. But when you were doing your research, you said you come across other other. You said air quotes that your your is it your wife? I think you said who was going into these things. Have you have you um noticed in your research in that lots of products on the market when they claim for red light therapy don't actually do what they say they do or they're just very poor quality the body doesn't really get any benefit from them yeah i, I it, it, that, that's a great question so um so yeah there, there's especially now i mean back when we were doing sort of our early research back in 2015 there was not nearly as many you know sort of copycat or you know light therapy products making certain claims on the on the market as there is today um but i i would say in general um, light therapy or photobiomodulation, specifically wavelengths that fall within, you know, what's referred to as the the optical window, which we can get into, you know, later on in our conversation. But th- those specific wavelengths, ideally red light, kind of in the mid 600 nanometer range, and then uh, near infrared light in the mid um, 800 nanometer range, they're they're actually those wavelengths, you know, in insufficient dosages are, are have been proven time and time again to um to deliver a wide range of benefits everything from skin health to muscle recovery to um uh, to, to enhanced cognitive function uh, the list goes on and on it almost sounds too good to be true but there's a lot of data that supports those wavelengths but when it comes to actually delivering those those specific wavelengths um, at a at a at a high enough intensity where you can get a clinically relevant dose of energy, that's the biggest difference. So there's a lot of you know cheaper uh, light therapy products on the market um, uh, that are not um, you know cleared by any any regulatory body, you know FDA included. Uh, they're not tested by third parties. It's really just you know a lot of companies that are trying to make a quick buck. There, there's definitely some legi- really solid legitimate companies out there, but those are kind of few and far between. Um, so you know if you're into if you're kind of into and what we can get into this in more detail, but if you're you know if you you're kind of over the hump of of wanting to you know invest in a light therapy device, um, there's definitely some some key things that you want to look for before you know pulling the trigger. Right, they're gonna they're gonna well you get what you pay for. Key things to look for. Um, yeah, well, uh, just before that, did you say the between eight hundred and twelve hundred? Is that is that is that the what did you said or the frequency you said? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 there's a there's a term that most photo medicine or, or photo biomodulation uh, researchers use. Um, they 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 refer to something um, called the the optical window or the therapeutic window, which is right. technically a range from about you know um, six hundred nanometers to slightly over a thousand nanometers. Okay. But with within that window, there's actually um, very specific bands of wavelengths, narrow, very narrow ranges 
that are supported by the most science to um, to actually deliver um, you know benefits at a cellular level. So e- even within that 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 you know the optical window, there's actually very even more specific wavelengths of light that have been you know the, the that are supported by the most clinical uh, research. And that's the, the exact wavelengths that your products produce. Yeah, gener- yeah, generally speaking it's um you know light light spectrum usually nanometers is sort of the the the, the metric that's used to measure light uh, light frequency and um uh the the those wavelengths that I mentioned those narrow bands are are in the mid 600 nanometer range so kind of in the in the low to mid 600 nanometer range that's that's a good range and then also the same thing within the low to 800 nan- low to mid 800 nanometer range so basically anything from about you know 630 to 660 and then again from about 810 to you know 870 880 or so something like that okay cool and so and so yeah that's I mean it's really interesting because I know there's, there's lots of big going on, going on with that so the things that you would look for in a quality so this 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 I know you've got a different, few different products, haven't you, on, on your site? Do they, do they do they all have this? I mean, you probably, probably says it on your site. I have actually had a look, and but it, I mean, just for people out there listening, would 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 certain products that you have be better for certain things? Um, sort of. It kind of depends on what you're looking for. So we we fundamentally, you know, as a company, think that um, ideally. Um, everyone, if if you if you're invested in light therapy and and want to use it as you know want to work it into your you know your your daily routine as a as a good healthy habit, um, which we we fundamentally believe in as a as as a company, we think full body light therapy is best. And so mm-hmm. like with our products, that's one of the unique. And I don't want. I certainly don't want this to be a product pitch. But that no, that, no, that it's, is, it is unique. Yeah, it's unique. And most of you said before, look, most of them are handheld, and your one, you have actually got a product that goes me full length for the door. You can stand right in front of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the, the unique aspect about our project, our, our our product specifically, is is the modular design. And so what what that allows you to do is kind of like Lego blocks. That's sort of the analogy that I like to use anyway, because most people are familiar with Lego blocks or have at least played with them at some point in their lives. Um, they you, you can start with a smaller a smaller uh, device, and then over time, you can actually c- con- connect multiple devices together uh, physically, as well as um, as well as v- via uh, software as well. So um, over time, you can in essence build out a full body uh, light therapy device um, and have one one div- one one unit or one panel control the entire system. And so that modular design is unique to to us. We've, you know, uh, you know, we've got patents and mo- a lot of different patents in, in in process with respect to that design. And so um that 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 sort of fits within our core thesis as a company that everyone if you're everyone should be, you know, getting more light on a on a daily basis. That's kind of rule number 1 or at least, you know, you know, uh, sort of at least within our, our thesis anyway, when it comes to health. And then, you know, if you, if you can't get enough natural light on a daily basis, full body light therapy is ideal. And so that, that modular design is a, is a, is a sort of a, a key aspect within our, within our sort of our, our operational framework, just because you can add, you know, you can start small and then add to, add to the, uh, add to the system over time, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so it makes it almost a little bit more affordable for people as well. If they want to add to things, it, it does. It does because if you you know with with near nearly every other um, kind of company, whether they're small or large, that has you know s- you know semi semi uh, similar um, uh, panel panel devices, it's sort of a one and done. You can't add to it over time. Um, 
I mean, you could certainly probably Johnny rig some some sort of setup, but that's you know <laughs> that's not ideal. And so our our our, our units not only connect together physically, um, but once you connect them physically, be, because of the, the 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 because they're they have built-in Bluetooth and are Wi-Fi ready, um, one one panel can control the entire system, which is uh, a unique aspect. That is interesting. I'd like to see videos on that. I mean, you said that is that what you mean by the software being able to 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 um, be able to connect them to software. Yeah, yeah. There's some pretty interesting tech built into uh, built into our, our devices. Um, you know, that si- similar to you know any any sort of modern day technology. We've got you know a, a PCB board built into to our devices that allows for over the air software updates, etc. But because of that functionality, that's what allows you know one one device to control an entire system um, um, at the, at the same time. And so that, that modular, that modular design, the ability to kind of start small and, 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 and add to your system, uh, over the course of time is really unique. That's awesome. Um, uh, that sounds, uh, yeah, it sounds a bit Iron Man-esque. Yeah. It's awesome. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's awesome. So like, so just for people out there, okay. Cause we've gone, 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 uh, gone into it quite, quite well, actually. It's, it's good. But with, um, so people out there, what is red, they said red light therapy or uh, pho- photo biomodulation, but also cause people hear a lot about blue light therapy or blue light, or blue light therapy, mm-hmm. blue light. So what's the difference between red light and blue light and, and and yeah, just basically, what is red light therapy? Yeah, yeah, and we we can certainly uh, circle back around to kind of you know the key things that that we think anyway you should look for when it comes to evaluating light therapy devices. But you know, starting starting kind of from the from the ground level to to answer that question, what is red light therapy or light therapy in general? I think it's best to kind of start with um, an analogy that I I, I like to often um, uh, use is 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 um, is is looking or u- using um, macronutrients as a comparison. So everyone that's listening to this you know this conversation is 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 likely familiar with um, or likely understands how different macronutrients uh, impact our bodies. So whether we have, you know, whether our diet consists of mostly protein or mostly fat, um, or you know, mostly carbohydrates, and then you know, in in, in addition, you know, um, the the macronutrients that we consume. Um, our bodies typically metabolize those differently at different times of day. Um, and so I think that's kind of a well understood concept, you know, for most people that are going to, are, are going to be listening to this, this, this discussion, but the same, the same thing, the same, con- you know, high level concept holds true when it comes to light. And so not only do our bodies metabolize different wavelengths of light in, in, in various, you know, fashions, but our bodies metabolize those, metabolize those wavelengths of light, um, uh, during, t- during different times of the day in different ways. And so what I mean by that is, you know, when we wake up, uh, you know, looking, you know, looking at, at, at the natural sunrise and sunset, um, the, uh, you know, we, we, see more blue light, you know, during, during the morning and especially during, during the day, um, which, which is, you know, helps to re, you know, reset our circadian rhythm. Um, whereas as the sun sets, um, you're seeing more red and, and near infrared wavelengths, um, and then, you know, you're not really, you don't see any blue light in, in the evenings. And so when you, when you use that analogy and look at sort of our modern day lifestyles, that's that, that, you know, we, we live in, in a, in a drastically different world. Like most of us don't, uh, don't, don't get enough natural sunlight or natural red and near infrared light during, during the day at all. Cause we're, you know, in front of computer screens, most of the, most of the day under artificial lighting, you know, in, in an office setting. Um, but also we, we, you know, then when it comes to the evening after the sun sets, um, we don't, uh, you know, we, we, we turn on, you know, TV screens and continue to use those mobile phones, which, which, um, you know, deliver bright blue light, which is, you know, disrupts our, our natural circadian rhythm. And there's a lot of science to support sort of the, um, the, the, the negative effect that blue light has on our circadian rhythm. Yeah. Um, 
uh, after night. That's that's sort of you know beginning to to be pretty pretty well understood. And so just kind of you know starting from there and understanding that our bodies metabolize the diff- these different wavelengths of light in different in different ways throughout the day. And so um, you know the uh, um, if you if you kind of you know st- start there and kind of understand that you know. Our, when you look at the modern day lifestyle, we don't get enough natural, you know, full spectrum light um, that mimics the sort of natural sunrise and, and and sunset. So if you kind of if you start there and, and agree with that kind of core concept, um, you can then start to really dig into like the benefits of different wavelengths of light. You know, whether it's blue light or whether it's red light or whether it's near infrared light, etc. And um, most of the clinical research around blue light as a therapy, as as a, as a therapy, um, really really is is um, kind of centers around acne. Um, you know, he, healing of of, of acne uh, induced or ba- I, I'm I'm sorry, back bacterial induced Bacteria, acne. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's not a lot of like science that supports blue light. There's some science. There's there's a limited amount of science that supports white light for for seasonal affective disorder or SAD. So mm-hmm. you, you know, there's a number of different SAD lights on the market. The science is still pretty pretty light there. But when it comes to to red and near infrared light, that's where it really changes. There's over you know 200 double blind placebo controlled studies that support red and near infrared light as as a, as a therapy across a wide range of you know um, arenas, everything from skin health to muscle recovery to, you know, uh, male fertility, as an example, it's really, really wide, wide ranging, but it's really, it really comes down to very specific bands of, of light that fall within that red and near infrared spectrum. And so that's kind of, um, you know, I, I that's sort of a long winded answer, but I think you kind of have to start with the, you know, if you're into light therapy, you kind of have to start with the fundamental notion that our, our, the, our modern day lifestyles don't really, um, don't really, you know, uh, allow us to get enough natural light on a, on a daily basis. That's not great for health. And, you know, as a way to kind of support that modern day lifestyle, um, you know, light therapy, you know, a light therapy device that delivers, you know, specific, you know, ranges of red and near infrared light can, can really be a, you know, a nice supplement to our sort of our, um, our, our light diet, so to speak. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you're completely right. Most people are inside under artificial light most of the time. And, you know, you said before, blue, I mean, I mean, the light impacts us in all different ways. They, they even have, I'm going to get into this with you, they even, if you go into the, the saunas, you know, they have light therapy in there as well, all, all for different things. Some some are good for vitality, others are good for mental stimulation, sleep, sexual vitality, lots of different things. And, you know, <clears throat> light exposure impacts our mood, our sleep, our hormones, and much more. Um, you said before, blue light also, it helps wake us up, and it can also ruin our sleep. And we've had, um, um, yeah, people on, on our show before talking all about blue light, and, you know, it's one of the things that, uh, Dr. Jack Cruz talks about being a real big one for even cancer and stuff. Um, and so you said they're red light, very hidden and therapeutic. Um, and you know, uh, different UVB, UV lights, you know, help, help, um, well, it's vitamin D, you know, synthesizes in our skin. Yep. It's, it's great for our, our, our health. So, um, an infrared light can help us with detoxification. So you've, you've talked, you've talked that how does, how does red light, I mean, you know, you said before, lots of studies. So it's been proven mm-hmm. it, it has been, it does work, even by the FDA. Um, so, like, how does it actually impact the skin? Or, for example, you mentioned infrared there, because you've got near-infrared, far-infrared, red light therapy. What's, what's the difference between them? And also, you did mention, because I also want to get this in this just quickly before you go, Scott, because I know you're going to go. Um, you mentioned seasonal affective disorder, SAD. Does mm-hmm. red, your red light help with that at all? Yeah, so so I'll I'll tackle the, the last question, then we can kind of circle cool. back to you know how these different wavelengths of light impact our 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 biology. But um, but yeah, so 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 I I think 
when when you look at the the, the you know published peer reviewed clinical clinical literature, which is you know that that's you know that that these are whether they're meta analyses or whether they're actual clinical studies. This is the, the the information that's being reviewed by you know academic researchers being published in in journals, ideally journals with high impact factors. Um, so when you look at like the, the the wealth of clinical data with respect to light therapy or photobiomodulation, there's there's not you know relatively speaking there's not a ton of it um, with respect to to seasonal uh, affective disorder um, regardless of the wave wavelength it's not nearly the clinical data isn't nearly as robust as you know um, um, red and near infrared light used for you know other in other in, our, in other health domains um, but there there is there is to answer your question I guess in 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 short is that yes there is definitely evidence to support red light um, specifically as a way to um, to impact, um, positively impact seasonal affective disorder. So okay. yeah, there's, there, there's no doubt that it, that, that it does. And I, I would argue that if you're, you know, if you're using light therapy as a way to, to sort of counterbalance, you know, sad or depression in general, red light in my, you know, um, again, this is, this is sort of my, my, my opinion. It's not going to be supported by any like, you know, peer reviewed literature, but, um, my hypothesis is that you, you might be better off going with a red light therapy device versus a bright white light device be, because red light has been proven, in, you know, to be therapeutic in so many other, uh, health arenas, uh, outside of, you know, seasonal affective disorder. So you're going to get sort of more bang for your buck, so to speak. So, so yeah, so yeah, red light is definitely helps with, with depression and seasonal affective disorder. There's no doubt the clinical data is there to support it. Uh, but in terms of like how these wavelengths, how, how they work, you know, how, do, how does this, all this work The sound, you know, if you're, you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know, this sounds sounds good, but like I sounds still don't get how, how, true. <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah, it sounds like a, a late night QVC commercial. I, I don't blame you. That's the first thing that I thought is like, <laughs> how how is this actually working? And so, um, the, the, when you look at at, at light in general, it, it's a really really broad range. So everything from you know gamma rays to radio waves to to UV rays, like you, you mentioned, that have been shown to uh, to enhance vitamin D production, you know, excess UV, as we all know, um, you know, without, you know, um, without the right precautions can, you know, can be damaging as well. It can be really positive as, as well. You just need to, you know, be smart about, you know, your UV exposure. Um, but, uh, but in general, like there's all these different, you know, wavelengths of light and different, you know, our bodies metabolize these different wavelengths of light in different fashions. And so when it comes to red and near infrared light, um, I would I would say that there's a couple different mechanisms of action at play. Um, there's there's also some mechanisms that aren't as well understood, which I'll get to here in a second. But the sort of the, the gold standard for you know in terms of how red and near infrared light impacts our our, our biology is that it um, these specific wavelengths of light that fall within that narrow band I mentioned earlier they actually activate an, an enzyme during cellular respiration called cytochrome c oxidase, and by activating that enzyme. Um, you're able to actually release um, uh, nitric oxide that that is that is um, that gets bound up during cell during cellular respiration. So that's why a lot of people, you know, feel a pump after using light therapies. That that nitric oxide is released into the vascular system, mm. um, and then also cytochrome C oxidase or CCO is then freed mm -hmm. up to actually do its work. And so uh, what that means is that you, in essence, restore normal, healthy cellular respiration. So your cells are actually producing more ATP or more more cellular energy, mm. and because of that core sort of foundational mechanism of action, that's why the the the, the benefits are so wide ranging. Is because you know outside of you know hemoglobin or outside of our blood, you know we we have we have um, we have mitochondria in nearly every cell of our body, 
And so be- because of the, the ability of red and near-infrared light to actually induce normal, healthy cellular energy production during cellular respiration, that's why the benefits are so, you know, are so, are so broad. You know, everything from, like I said, skin health to muscle recovery to, you know, male fertility to, co- you know, enhancing cognitive function to, um, um, to, to, to wound healing, the list goes on and on, but it's all because of that core mechanism of action. And that, that's probably the one that's, that, that's most well understood by photo medicine researchers. Um, there are, like I said, there are some, some, um, you know, we're still relatively early when it comes to, you know, the, the photo medicine, um, sort of, uh, sub, you know, photomedicine as a subspecialty within kind of the, the, the broader medical community. Um, you know, and, and what, what I mean by that is, um, you know, researchers actually from, uh, Australia recently published some science that, that suggests near red and near infrared light actually help induce healthy gut microbiome, mm-hmm. um, which suggests, you know, a, a different, um, um, uh, mechanism of action altogether, just because, you know, red and near, red and near infrared light, um, can't penetrate to the, uh, to, to, to the gut. So it suggests a, a more metabolic, uh, sort of meta, meta, uh, mechanism of action. And so long story short, um, um, at, you know, if you're, if you're trying to, you know, get your, get, wrap your arms around this at a high level is that, you know, specific wavelengths of red and near infrared light actually, um, help your cells produce more energy. And because of that, you get a wide range of, of health benefits. Yeah. I mean, you can see here, you've got lowered information levels, um, helps things like um, osteoarthritis, injuries, excessive swelling, uh, hyperthyroidism, um, increased performance and cellular energy, as you mentioned there, uh, recovery times from training and injury, testosterone's increased, fertility's increased, improved skin health, firmer skin, improved oral health, reverse hair loss. Mm. I mean, <laughs> and reverse hair loss, is that um, something you've seen? Also, because what you said, yeah, what you mentioned there, just actually yeah go we're going for reverse hair loss but the difference between near and far infrared and red light therapy is it just the as you meant before the um the nanometers is it just the different frequencies of the wave wavelength is that the only difference yeah well the, the, when it comes to red and near infrared light they have a very similar mechanism of action at a cellular level but near infrared light can actually has a unique ability to penetrate a little bit deeper into our into our tissues and so okay. that's why near infrared light is often used for you know deep t- d- deep tissue treatment for you know for, for muscle recovery for you know joint pain etc um, near infrared light you know is, is much different than far infrared light so far infrared wavelengths are often used in, in saunas um, mm-hmm. everyone yeah. probably has heard of, a, of an infrared sauna yeah well, th- those those saunas that are that are using infrared light as a heat source that that's actually far infrared, and it's it's far infrared wavelengths are used by intention because far infrared actually is is not absorbed very deep. It's actually readily absorbed by by water in your in your skin tissues, and that's um that's actually uh, w- one of the reasons why far infrared wavelengths um helps helps produce more heat. And so that's why it's good, you know, for, for heat-based therapy, like, like a sauna. So far infrared wavelengths are, are a little bit different, different mechanism of action altogether. They have some really great health benefits, but it, it, they are very, you know, far infrared wavelengths do have a very different, you know, um, uh, mechanism, yeah. um, on, on, on our biology versus, you know, red and near infrared wavelengths. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, um, you've actually got, um, link it up with uh, clear spring saunas and their top end sauna has, uh, 90% far and it has 10% uh, near infrared uh, as mm-hmm. well so it's just like the combination of both um, so and, and yeah. they're very very powerful but it's uh, yeah. so with so with that you, I've mentioned there on that list reversing reversing hair loss have you uh, 
I mean, that's that's a big that's a big claim. You get everyone in the in the world will <laughs> be out buying your products. Um, every man is losing his hair. So, have you noticed a lot? Is is, is it quite substantial that the difference? Uh, well, the revert, it says reversing hair loss. Is it? Have you noticed quite a big difference in that? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, there's a there's a lot of really really good well structured studies that support red light specifically red light for for uh, for increasing uh, increasing uh, hair hair growth. And so, um, you know, to to be fair, our devices are not cleared for you know by by FDA or any regulatory body for you know increasing hair growth. Um, there are a couple helmets that you may have seen on on online um, that are. Uh, I think there's probably two or three different players that you know have have specific you know, helmets that, um, that are cleared, uh, for, for hair regrowth that you kind of, you kind of wear just like literally just like a hat or a, or a helmet. Um, but, uh, um, th- those can, you know, th- those, those, uh, those definitely can work. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that you couldn't use our devices for, for that. You just have to position your body in kind of a, a unique way to, to sort of reap those types of benefits. But, but there's no doubt that red light therapy, um, or specific, you know, uh, wavelengths of red light, uh, ha- have definitely been shown to, to, uh, increase hair growth for sure. Okay. And so, I mean, people out there be asking, you know, is this, is this safe? You know, is there any side effects, negative side effects that you get from, from, from your, well, from red light therapy? Is there any negative side effects? Is it, is it safe? Yeah, it, it it's one of the it's <laughs> it's interesting in that nor- normally you'd expect you know that laundry list of, of benefits to to sort of be be counterbalanced by maybe some obvious you know downsides, but but uh, really there, there's not a lot unless you're photosensitive or unless you're taking med- med- medications that cause photosensitivity, there really isn't a lot of downside to uh, you know to to red and near infrared light therapy, and and some of that's just because um, you know th- these wavelengths are found in in in, in the sun. You know, I mean, you, you could get, you could do this type of therapy by, you know, getting more, you know, by, by living in an area with, and, and getting, getting more, you know, mid, you know, kind of midday sun, so to speak. I'm, I'm being kind of gen- general in my, in my uh, statements here, but you could get these same wavelengths, um, you know, just being exposed to the sun more often, you know, so it's actually, it's actually, it, it, it's very safe. There, there's, you know, very little to, to, to no downsides unless you're, you're photosensitive. Um, the, the only caveat that I would mention is, there, there is something called a biphasic dose response, which in essence means that you can, uh, you can, you can, um, you can sort of, you can sort of overdo it, not in a negative way though. Um, what I mean by that, in essence, what the biphasic dose response means is that, um, you can reach a point where, um, too much, uh, too, a uh, too highly concentrated of an energy dose, um, basically yields no, no benefits. And so, um, that, that's something that, you know, to consider, but that you, you have to be, you know, really excessively using, um, light therapy, a light therapy device to, to, to kind of, you know, um, to yield, you know, to, to, to even, uh, approach, uh, those, those types of situations. So, you know, by, by and large, there's really no downsides to these, you know, these, these wavelengths of light at all. When you, when you say overuse, so how, how, People out there be like, well, what's what's optimal? I mean, how how long do you use it for? Do you use it twice a day, each day? I mean, you just said more is not always better, as you just said there. And and also, if you use it, for example, on your upper body, would that would you get the effects in your lower body, or would they cross? Would they get carryover? What sort of the uh, what would, what would your recommendation be, Scott? Yeah, it, it's hard to be too too prescriptive without knowing, you know, of course, everyone's you know full medical history and whatnot. But um, th- that's that's one of the reasons. Yeah, in in general, that that's one of the reasons why you you want to you know if you're going to invest in a light therapy device, you want to make sure that it's been tested, the light ther or the the total power output 
or, or, ra- or, or you know, photon, radiant photon flux has been tested by a third party. Um, because so many manufacturers anymore, they'll, they'll make certain power claims about, uh, um, about, about their devices, but it, it, it's not based on any sort of legitimate third party testing at all. And so that, that's a really important thing to look for if you're getting ready to invest in a light therapy device. Um, but so, so, so generally speaking, um, you know, with, with our devices, you know, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna stand, you know, three to six inches away, something like that. We don't expect to get, you know, get a, get a tape measure out and, and measure that. But generally speaking, about about three to six inches away. Yeah, close uh, enough. And a, and a good, yeah, and a good, a good, uh, a good time is is generally about eight to ten minutes, and you'll get a oh. you'll get a nice clinically relevant dose of energy. Um, now, if you're trying to treat something specific, say you've got a, a a sore joint, you know, that you're trying to heal, or maybe maybe you're a competitive athlete and you're looking for you know faster muscle recovery. I would argue that you could extend that time a little bit longer. So instead of maybe eight to 10 minutes, maybe you're more like 12 to 15 minutes. I would say with, with something like our device that delivers, you know, uh, um, ar- arguably the, the most power of any FDA cleared device on the market. Um, you're, you're gonna, um, anything beyond 20 minutes is probably a bit much. Um, and, and if you're looking for, you know, if you're looking for, you know, um, you know, to really optimize light therapy, I would, I would argue that you, sh- you should probably, you know, split out those sessions, um, during the day. So maybe like once in the morning, once in the evening kind of thing, rather than going with one prolonged, um, treatment session. So, so five minutes um, here, 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 five minutes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean like, you know, morning and evening is, is probably, you know, if you're, it, we have a lot of, you know, professional and competitive athletes that use our devices and they're, they're looking for you know, just a one, you know, a 1% edge, something yeah. like that. And, and that generally speaking, that that's, that's how they're using our full body devices there's you know once in the morning once in the evening um would, know, it, would it be would it be five minutes front five minutes back or is it five minutes front that's that's enough it kind of depends on what what you know what what device you have i mean um you, you could you could theoretically take you know one of our entry level you know panels like like the Ju solo for example um yeah and you could you could kind of treat your upper body you know, um, with, uh, you know, for, for, you know, eight, eight to 10 minutes on the front side and then kind of, kind of flip around. But those treatment times that I mentioned and those distances are, are really specific to the treatment area. Right. So you know, if you're, if you're only really trying to treat a, a, a sore knee, we don't, you don't really need a full body light therapy device. I mean, you can get away with something, you know, smaller, um, as an, as an example. Um, but it kind of comes down to kind of what you're trying to, what you're trying to treat. Overall but I would health. Argue, yeah. Overall health. Yeah. I mean, overall health, I mean, full body is, 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 is best full body photobiomodulation. That's going to, that's, that's going to be best. But, um, yeah, so that those treatment distances are, or those treatment times and distances are, are, are specific to the area of your body that you're, you're really trying to, uh, you're, you're, you're trying to treat. Um, and, and, you know, on that note, you know, anything beyond like once you get, you know, about, you know, 12 inches away from any LED based device, the the total power output or the dosing really falls off dramatically. Um, and so, you know, there, there's some, you know, there's there's some, you know, cheaper LED devices that are, are small, you know, the size of a, a, a the, you know, a, a MacBook, for example, that claim to be full body devices if you stand, you know, a couple feet away. Well, I mean, the reality is that the, the irradiance, the dosage is so small at like two feet that you're going to have to use it for two or three hours to receive any any legitimate dose of energy. And so you really need to be, you know, fairly close to the device to, re- to receive, you know, um, the kind of the kind of energy dose that's, you know, that that helps your cells produce, you know, the energy that we spoke about earlier. So, um, you know, I, all, all of the distances and treatment times are kind of specific to our devices just because we've, you know, we're, we've, you know, we, we've, we're, our devices are FDA cleared. Um, they, done the uh, research. 
Uh, yeah, but above and beyond that, you know, we've had all of them, you know, tested by independent third parties. So we kind of know exactly, and it's not just us, it's, you know, third parties have confirmed all of the specs on our devices. I can't say that about other other products. So, you know, that that's one thing to look for, you know, if you're looking for a, a device to invest in, just, ma- just make sure it's cleared by, you know, regulatory authorities that it's not just some Joe Schmo out of their basement that's, you know, trying, trying to sell you a light therapy device yeah, yeah. and that. Ideally, all of those power specs are, are verified by independent diagnostic companies too. Just, you know, that's sort of one more proof point um, that you can sort of rest assured that the, that the, 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 the product or the manufacturer is yeah. legit. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have got you on otherwise, Scott. I don't put, I don't get people on my show that aren't, uh, don't sell, you know, you can only sell crap once. And, um, it's one of those things, you know, you got, you do research and when, if you're, if I want people on the show and people out there that can actually make a difference in people's lives, you know, you can't have people yep. on my show, uh, who are basically snake, sending snake oil. Uh, and so, yeah, no, I, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, we we're like we're fundamentally a science at, at Juve anyway. We're we're a, we're fundamentally a science first company, and so we 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 don't believe in in someone's opinions. That we we fundamentally believe in uh, in peer reviewed, published you know published peer reviewed clinical clinical research. Um, you know, with specific to our devices, you know, don't take our word for it. We have the the the, the proof points, the independent testing that's been done, uh, whether it's safety or whether it's efficacy, et cetera. So yeah, we we're we're very much aligned when it comes to that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, your your device is what they call polychromatic, right? It's because it's it's got different um, multiple multiple wavelengths as a standard. Yeah, it's it's both actually. So it can be monochromatic, so right. you can deliver just red or just near infrared. Um, or you know, when you if you switch different modes on the device through the built-in control panel, yeah, it can be it can be polychromatic as well. So you can deliver both both wavelengths at the same time. Oh, awesome. So you mentioned there about LED lights. Why are they so important for this? I mean, you said you can get crappy ones, you can get good ones. Up. Why? What? What? What's so important about yeah the quality of the LED? Yeah. So, so, um, so there's obviously there's, there's, there's different uh, sources of, of light in general, right? There's incandescent lighting, there's fluorescent sources of lighting, you know, long, you know, that tanning beds, for example, a good, a good, you know, could you, could you, pretty- could, could you, sorry, hundred percent what you're saying, could you can get lasers as well, can't you? Yeah, yeah. In fact, that's a, a lot. A lot of you know clinical clinical literature dating up to the early two thousands was 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 based on um, uh, low level uh, lasers. You know, delivering light through low level lasers. But with the advent of 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 uh, LED technology over the past uh, twenty years or so, fifteen to twenty years, um, you can deliver laser like power. So very similar power, um, except you can deliver it over a much broader area at a at a lot lower price. Um, so that, that's right. sort of the, the, the nice thing about, you know, high quality LED, LEDs and, and the, and, you know, making sure that you, you know, you're delivering, um, you've got, you know, really, really good solid, um, LED drivers as well to, to kind of, uh, drive that, drive the, the necessary power output. But that's kind of the nice thing about LEDs is that, you know, you can, can, like I said, you can deliver that, that, you know, very equivalent, uh, power outputs to lasers, but you don't, um, you know, they're, they're much less expensive to, to acquire and you can you can deliver that light over a much broader surface area as well yeah 100 so yeah you're getting more bang for your buck basically um you got yeah, yeah. so i mean and, and with it as well um i want to go into a couple of this other issues but we mentioned there um we talked about it before with does does it give off does the device give off any well i mean obviously it gives off electromagnetic frequency but um in any specific dangers uh, sorry any specific frequency that could be dangerous to the human body from from the uh, emfs 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you know any any device that you're going to plug into a, a you know plug into a wall um, or plug into some sort of power power source is going to deliver some sort of electromagnetic field. Um, that is something that we've we've really designed around with our devices to, to really minimize that as much as possible. So there's a number of different things that we do to our our, our devices. One is that we we shield our LED drivers in aluminum uh, casing to help help minimize um, EMF uh, EMF. Um, EMFs. We we um we actually have a uh, we actually custom built our our power cord using three different manufacturing processes to uh, so they're shielded better, et cetera. So there's there's a number of different things that we've done to our devices um, as part of the the class two uh, because they're class two FDA cleared they're the FDA cleared as class two medical devices. Um, they've you know we we've had to do certain um, electromagnetic field testing as well. Um, so, so there's things that we've done intentionally, and then there's also just normal testing processes that are, that are, uh, that are part of the FDA clearance, um, uh, process. So, so yeah, so our, our, our I can say definitively our devices have a very low EMF that fall well below the three kind of two to three milligauss range. Um, other devices, I can't really speak to those other than, you know, if you're, if you're looking at that, you, you want to make sure that those, you know, those devices have been tested or at least, you know, they, they, there's some sort of, you know, uh, respected data that supports, you know, low, low EMF, uh, low EMF fields from, from certain, uh, certain devices. Awesome. I mean, all they've got to do anyway. Uh, so yeah, I completely get what you're saying. We, luckily we sell Aries tech as well. So we got to do is put that on you and you should be all right anyway. Uh, so it's not, <laughs> so it's like, it's, I just want to make sure just for people out there to understand they're not giving off a powerful doses of harming electromagnetic frequencies, which is, which is good to know. I mean, cause, um, the other, the other questions, you know, I could go into lots here with testosterone, skin, sleep, which I, I don't know if, if you've got, um, relatively short answers from Scott, I know you're a busy man, but the other thing, when you're standing in front of it, um, when you're standing in front of your device, uh, what what do people have to wear goggles for the device, or can they stand with their eyes open? I mean, it's red light therapy been proven to improve eyesight at all. What what's the sort of uh, scope around that? Yeah, so so um, so I hate to keep banging on this FDA clearance process, but as, as, right. as part of that, like one of one of the uh, one of the the te- one of the IEC tests that that you need to have done is is um is is photobio- photobiological safety uh, testing. And we we've done that with our devices, and they you know they, they're they're completely safe to use with without eyewear. So I can say definitively with our with our devices, yeah, you sh- you you shouldn't you know there shouldn't be any harm in in exposing you know your your eyes to to these wavelengths of light. Um, um, on that note, like you know, outside of sort of the, sort of the regulatory and, and testing implications, I would argue that these wavelengths of light are, are healthy for, for your eyes. And that's supported by published, you know, clinical data that, that shows that, um, you know, red and near infrared light helps, help, helps restore retinal function, helps reduce macular degeneration, et cetera. So I would argue at a high level, it, you know, these wavelengths of light are, are, are healthy for, for, uh, for, for vision, for, for eye health. Um, but specific to our devices, we've even, you know, we've, we've passed, uh, the necessary tests when it comes to photobiological safety it's one of the reasons we don't we do not include eyewear um with our with our products because we sort of (laughs) we fundamentally believe that people should be exposing their eyes to these wavelengths of light you know unless there's some medical you know known medical condition or something like that but um but uh um but 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 yeah we could we also have the the testing to sort of back back that up um in order to to make that sort of claim awesome and so and so i mean there's other ones you got you got here for men obviously you got the hair growth people be standing in front of it for for all day if they (laughs) thought otherwise but yeah no it's good five to ten minutes each bit you got testosterone which is going to be big for 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 men especially if they're getting into their 30s and 40s that's 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 a big one um obviously 
we could, well, I think you could probably spend you could probably tell talk about that but also um skin health like how does it really help your skin you say it's firmer yeah uh, firmer firmer skin is that it or can it actually improve heal heal scars as well yeah, it's it's both. It's both. So there's there's definitely, and in fact, some of the first LED based clinical studies um, were were uh, uh, that the participants in those studies were, were were burn victims. You know that were you know where, where the light was was um, was intentionally meant to heal uh, wounds. You know burn burn related skin skin wounds. And so yeah, there's there's no doubt that the way, these wavelengths of light help help heal uh, heal wounds and scars. But in terms of kind of the the, the firmness or enhancing sort of the the, the firmness of, of skin, that's that's sort of qualitative and nature it's just it's kind of hard hard to measure unless mm. you're you know unless you're it's, it's it's um unless you're doing it qualitatively it's more visual uh, but yeah yeah but but there's no doubt i mean in fact you know skin related issues is probably is supported is is one of the categories that's suppo- that's supported by the most clinical clinical literature um and it's you know it's one of the reasons why you know led or, or really light therapy in general has been used within kind of the esthetician and and, and dermatology communities for for a long period of time now because it's sort of well understood that these wavelengths of light um are very beneficial for 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 skin not not just kind of um sort of not, not just sort of, um, you know, when it comes to, you know, healing wounds, but also just aesthetically too. Right. So by, by enhancing collagen production, right. You can get sort of that, that Botox like, you know, uh, feel, uh, without all the har- uh, harmful effects of, you know, injecting, <laughs> injecting yourself with fillers. So, yeah. uh, yeah, there, yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of science to support sort of the, uh, you know, increased tone texture and fullness of, of your skin after you're consistently using light therapy. Um, amazing. And so, I've got one here as well, oral health. So for oral health, um, would you have to stand in front of it with your mouth open or can the can the light therapy penetrate through the skin and into the teeth or around that oral area? Yeah, there, there's it's it's you're going to be better off if your if your mouth is open. And in fact, oral health actually there's there's a ton of science, uh, a ton of, and I keep banging on that drum, but you'd be you'd be amazed at how much published literature that we did a little analysis, you know, a few months ago, and there's over thirty. Um, really, really well-structured studies that support, you know, red and near infrared light for for oral health. So everything from oral mucositis to, you know, um, oral sores from um, from you know certain uh, certain diseases as well, certain certain gut issues as an example. Um, but but yeah, so so but to answer your question. Um, uh, keeping your mouth open is is ideal, but if the device is delivering a high enough power, um, or is delivering near infrared wavelengths at a high enough power, that those wavelengths will will penetrate through through skin and, and, and into bone. It's it's just when you know when you think about that. Um, it's roughly about 10 to 20% of the power is going to be is going to be you know, like say for example you're shining our device on your cheek right, M- mouth closed on your cheek. Only about ten to twenty percent of that energy is going to be is going to be able to penetrate into your actual, you know, your mouth in, in that in that in that sense. So you might have to use it for a little bit a little bit longer than normal. Uh, but yeah, near infrared light especially has has unique ability to penetrate penetrate deeper uh, deeper into your into your tissues. That's kind of what we we hit on before. Yeah. So the thing you're doing is where well, you want to be standing there without clothes on, right? You don't want to be wearing clothes when you've got this one. Yep, you got it. Yep, yeah. Clo- you, you want to be dealing in the area of your body you're trying to treat. Definitely needs to be exposed to the exposed to the light. So you know, if you're using full body light therapy, you need to be naked. If you're just trying to treat your face, obviously you don't you don't need to be naked. Um, at the same time, you just need to make sure that you're not yeah, yeah. you know your your skin is exposed. Yeah, and so but I'm, I want to touch on the testosterone because I also want to touch on women's health as well. But with testosterone, how, how, I mean, for example, would it be something that men would 
we need to do it every day to get that boost in testosterone or would it be good for them to do before if they before they get workouts they get a good workout in or what what's 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 the actual science behind it and also have you have you noticed any effects on it for women in terms of estrogen or in terms of women's health or anything to do with their um their their, their um menstrual cycles etc yeah now hormonal balance, um, kind of that, that everything that kind of falls under the hormonal sort of umbrella, there's not nearly as much clinical data, uh, around light therapy. There's some, don't get me wrong. There's some, but there's not nearly as much clinical data as say something like muscle recovery or athletic performance or skin health. But with that said, there's definitely some early promising research in regards to not only testosterone production, but also, uh, male fertility, just enhancing overall male, male fertility. We've got a couple of nice articles on our, on our website that, that, um, you know, if you go into the, the learn, the learn page on, on, you know, on juve.com, you'll find some, some nice, um, um, well, well-sourced articles that kind of describe each of those areas in more detail, tes- testosterone and male, male fertility. But in terms of the mechanism of action, it's not, there, there's a few different theories. Um, but sort of the, the, the most well understood, uh, theory is, is the one we spoke about earlier. So these wavelengths of light actually help your, your lighting cells in your testes, um, just they, they helps them function better. It helps them produce more, more, more cellular energy. And so the, the, the byproduct of that is, you know, more, more testosterone because you're helping those lytic cells, you know, function better. And so that's sort of the most probably well accepted theory. There's a couple of others a, a, as well that we get into, in, into those articles that I mentioned, but, um, there, there's definitely some, you know, some early promising research, you know, in, with respect to those two categories when it comes to, to male or I'm sorry, to female, um, Sort of, did you say estrogen question or female estrogen? estrogen or yeah, estrogen yeah. or if it's just around the menstrual cycle or anything it's around there. Man, I, that that is something that I I personally have not seen a lot of of published clinical data around okay. um um with respect to to, to female menstrual. Yeah, yeah, there's not. I'm not saying there there isn't. Um, I personally haven't haven't seen seen anything, um, with respect to that. I mean, there, there's other there's other areas. Um. Um, there's other sort of hormonal areas, so to speak, like, like thyroid gland, for example, there's some decent, there's some really, uh, there's not only some decent, but there's some pretty compelling research that suggests that these wavelengths of light help your, your thyroid function better. Um, so, so yeah, there, there's, there's other hormone kind of related, uh, clinical, clinical data that's, that's been published, but, um, um, but, uh, none that I've seen with respect to, you know, female, uh, estrogen or menstrual cycles. That's that's okay. That's that's okay. But I, I was just wondering because it's it's an interesting uh, topic. I wonder if it would be able to rebalance and just or just give them a little um, yeah, just almost rebalance the body, put it back into uh, equilibrium. But the other the other ones I wanted to touch on, uh, Scott. First of all, just because of um, well, there's a big one we're getting to. I mean, they're all actually big if you've got them. Um, in terms of the muscles and the bones, osteoarthritis, arthritis, things like that, and also MS. Any studies on them? Yeah, yeah. There's a ton of study with respect to you know bone bone health or, or bone regeneration, um, as well as um, as well as you know helping reduce you know pain related to osteoarthritis. So you know that's another category. I would say I would say the the, the three sort of categories um, overall that are supported by the most uh, the most science. Um, I, I mean, some of this is, is based on, based in my opinion, I, I'm not going to be able to quote hard, hard data, but the three biggest categories are skin health, um, pain and inflammation, ton of science to support, you know, wh- whether it's osteoarthritis, whether it's a different type of arthritis, there's a yep. ton of, of, of data there. And then also just muscle recovery and athletic performance, tons of, tons of, uh, All under of that, clinical studies. Umbrellas. 
Yeah, th- th- those three are probably supported by the most um, by cancer. Uh, most science. But but like I said before, there's over 200 double. I mean, there's over, there's been over 3,000 uh, published um, articles and meta analyses with respect to to light therapy. Over 200 of them um, uh, are double blind, placebo controlled. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, there, there's, it, it's so wide ranging that if you just give it a chance and do a little bit of, do a little bit of diligence, you'll, you'll quickly come to the same conclusion that I did, you know, over, you know, nearly four years ago that yes, there's no doubt that these wave, these wavelengths of light, um, are, are definitely inducing a, a positive biological response in our, in our bodies. And we, you know, it's something that we should, we should all be paying attention to. And anything on, um, tumors and cancer? Yeah, that that's an interesting. That's that's a very that's kind of a, a hot topic. I, there's not going to be, you know, funding funding a clinical trial that you know in in the oncology field is is uh, is 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 definitely um, no joke. I mean that 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 requires some, a pretty extensive effort and, and and a lot of capital. So I'm not sure if you ever see like you know a double blind placebo controlled study you know related to oncology. You know, enrolling enrolling patients in that type of study would be hard enough. Um, uh, let alone, you know, the, the, the capital and the resources needed to make that happen. But, you know, all, all things considered, there's actually, you know, we've got, we actually, uh, co-authored a piece with Dr. Michael Hammond that was published in later lasers and, and, and the the journal of lasers and, and, and photomedicine, um, in, when was it, was it early? I think it was actually earlier this year, early 2018, um, on this very topic, you know, what is, what is the, as of right, you know, currently, what does the data say with respect to light therapy and, and, and oncology? And you know, th- that article is posted on our on our that same learn page on our on our website. So I would definitely encourage you know anyone to read it. But at, at a you know, if you're looking for the you know too long didn't read or too long didn't listen version, um, <laughs> I would say that the the research right now is is very promising with respect to um, uh, full body, uh, especially full body light therapy and its ability to actually enhance our immune function. Which helps, you know, as we all know, which, yeah. which you know helps our bodies, um, you know, fight fight off, um, you know, cancerous cancerous cells. I'm not going to say, you know, use a juve to treat your cancer. I mean, that's never a claim I would, no. you know, I, I I would make. But you know, if I'm, you know, if I'm diagnosed with uh, w- with cancer, you know, uh, I, you know, myself personally, I think the data speaks pretty pretty positively to its its efficacy when it comes to. Um, uh, these specific wavelengths of light actually ha- enhancing uh, a- a- immune function. Cool. And so, and, and so, with that, I mean, 100%, anything that's going to boost your immune system is going to be great, right? You know, you go into it, uh, you say not going to be specifically that like, it can cure cancer, but anything you can use that boosts your immune system so it can fight off those cancer cells, etc. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, you look at it from a common sense perspective, it sounds like something you'd, you'd, you'd look into, right? Um, but just from, from people um, out there, Two like two questions uh, I've got for you, Scott. Two last questions. One: When you're using this machine, if you're in blue light, is it going to be less effective, or does the room have to be dark for it to work? Or I mean, do you have to be in natural light? Um, I know some of the, uh, I mean, the red light um, is invisible to the eye, correct? But is there any sort of the best way, or the what's the best sort of way to use it? Yeah. So so there's um there there's the room does not have to be not have to be dark at, at all. So you can, you can use this in, in normal, you know, in a norm, normal, normally lit room. I, I would say in general, like if you're using, uh, you know, a light therapy, a red light therapy device or near infrared light therapy device at, at, at in the evenings, you, you, you probably, you probably don't want to be using bright white light, you know, or artificial yeah. lighting in the, in the evenings. That's just not good for, you know, overall circadian rhythm management. Will, will, it, will it help you sleep then? 
Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, there's there's a fair amount of clinical data that actually we've got a really nice article on that on that topic as well on, on our on our site that goes into the the you know goes in goes goes pretty deep in regards to the the data that supports red light therapy for for uh, you know optimized sleep. So awesome. there's there's no doubt. In fact, you know, anecdotally, my my wife and I will use our our juve oftentimes to illuminate our our room at night, mm. um, and um, you know, and that that's supported actually by a lot of a lot of friends that I know that that use their juves for the same reason, you know, and they, they actually have noticed quite a, quite a bit of a, quite a bit of a, of benefits when it comes to their sleep quality by, by doing that. So, um, so yeah, so, but, but to answer your, your, your question, no, in, in terms of using a light therapy device, it doesn't need to be used in a dark room. Um, if you're using the full body light therapy and you're naked, of course, most likely you're going to be using it in some sort of private room, which probably doesn't have a lot of light, but it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be, have to be dark to, cool. to receive the benefits. And so, and just for, for like it's probably answered probably like how long is a piece of string but for most people how long would it be before they started seeing benefits i mean if you've got an acute injury for like a, a swelled uh swelled knee or like in like a sprained knee or like a maybe a tear what would that sort of be and and also just for overall health what's the sort of like length of time that you're looking at for benefits yeah. So, um, it kind of depends on what you're, what you're, I hate to be vague, but it kind of depends on what you're, wow. um, you know, what you're, what you're, you, what you're, what you're treating. Um, something like skin health, um, probably is going to take a little bit longer than, than other sort of other health related, um, at, you know, other, you know, other areas, so to speak. Um, um, you know, most of the clinical studies with re- published p- clinical studies with respect to skin health are usually over the course of anywhere from, you know, four to eight weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, That's I think some short. of that has yeah, it's relatively short. I mean, I I would say you're probably actually getting benefits uh, faster than that. But you know, we we all look at ourselves every day in the mirror, so it's kind of mm-hmm. it's it's harder to tell the the, the benefits um, or the significant changes, you know, on a, on a daily basis. So I think some of that's be, be, because of that simple fact, you know, that we look at ourselves often in the, yeah, in, in, in the mirror. But um, but yeah, skin health probably probably going to take a little bit longer. Um, Whereas, you know, things like joint pain and muscle recovery, you know, some, some a, a lot of people will, will see benefits after the first couple treatments, um, um, to, to, to things like that, especially with like competitive athletes that are very, very attuned to their, um, to the, to their bodies. Um, they'll, they'll a lot of times see, see benefits, you know, after the, after the, after the first treatment when it comes to, you know, muscle recovery and reducing lactic acid buildup. Um, whereas, you know, someone suffering from, you know, chronic joint pain, they very well likely could see benefits, you know, after the, after the first you know week or two. So it kind of, it kind of depends on, um, on what you're using, but generally speaking, the more, the more severe the issue, the, the, usually the faster you'll see, you'll, you'll see the benefits. I mean, that's, a, that's a pretty general statement. Uh, but it holds true most of the time. Yeah, I, I sort of. I can sort of. It doesn't. It doesn't. It be be vague, Scott. I'm, I'm asking these questions because I know that people will go. Why didn't you ask him about this? Why didn't you ask him about that? But, <laughs> gen- but generally, it's because when you talk about things like this, they're going to cover a broad spectrum of things. Well, it's like back injuries. You probably go into that. I'm guessing. I'm guessing the juve. The juve um, is going to help with back injuries, same as it would with any injury, because it's 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 stimulating the areas of the body that that needs to be recovered. So it's it's going to help. Yep. Yep. You got it. Yeah. I mean, it kind of depends on what the back, back injury is, you know, whether it's, you know, mu- muscle related or, yeah. yeah, or whether it's, you know, due to, you know, a, 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 a nerve being pinched or something like that. But, but generally speaking, yeah, you are going to see relief in most, in most, in most area of your bodies. And, and it's all, you know, kind of all harkens back to that, that core mechanism of action and that these wavelengths of light help your, help your cells produce more energy. They help your cells function better. And so you're almost allowing your body to do what it's naturally supposed to do, you know, heal and regenerate. 
Awesome. And so anything that you'd like to add, Scott, just as a, as a little, last little uh, section? No, I, I would say like if you're, if you're, um, you know, if you're listening to, 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 to this discussion and you're kind of new to, new to, to light therapy or, or, you know, red light therapy to be, to be specific, um, I, I would say, you know, number one, you know, maybe, maybe your first step is not to buy a device. Maybe it's just to sort of be more cognizant of natural light in general and its impact on our health. Um, you know, it's something that I'm, I'm obviously, I operate on a daily basis in this space, but it's still something that I need to be aware of is like, you know, how much, mm. how much artificial versus natural light am I getting on a daily basis? I think it's, it's important for general health mm. and it's not often, and most of us don't pay enough attention to it. So I'd, I'd start there. And then if you're, you know, you know, if you kind of want to take the next step and, you know, look, look into, you know, potentially investing in a light therapy device, I would say our, our website's a good, a good spot to go to, to learn more. We've got a, we invest a lot in, um, in education. And so if you just go to our learn, our learn page, I've mentioned this a few, a few times, but it's front and center on our website and just, you know, scan through some of those articles. They're all sourced. Um, they're all reviewed by, you know, by, uh, uh, by academics. So, you know, there, it's not, you know, all those articles are, it's not like what, what Juve says. It's all, it's all based on published peer reviewed. <laughs> Peer reviewed literature. Right? So, so that's a good spot. And then if you want to kind of, if you want to, you know, see what real, you know, real people, you know, real Juve users have to say about our devices, we publish all reviews. We don't, we don't hide any reviews. We publish all of them on our, on, on the reviews page on, on our site. So you can, you know, see what people are saying in their own, in their own words. And, you know, overwhelmingly, I think our, you know, of, you know, rated on five stars, I think, you know, we've got close to 500 reviews and our, our rating is like 4.9 or something like that. So, you know, across the board, most people, you know, overwhelmingly are, are receiving a, you know, are, are a lot of benefits from, you know, using this type of therapy. Awesome. Just for people out there, yeah, people out there, www.juve or j-o-o-v-v.com. If you go forward slash pages, forward slash learn, that's where you can learn about all these articles. Scott, it's been an absolute pleasure. If you're just holding the line just for um, just for a little chat with you afterwards, but thank you very, very much for coming on. It's been a real learning experience and um really looking forward to uh yeah getting this uh, getting this podcast out to people so they can get the benefits of your um product as uh yeah, yeah no, as quickly possible thanks. yeah thanks for having me appreciate the opportunity no worries man so guys and girls that was scott nelson from Juve, j-o-o-v-v <laughs> so uh yeah i mean i hope that that gave you a great insight into red light therapy and all the benefit benefits that it can give you. It's something that um, we'll definitely be getting their their units on our uh, site. Um, going to be working with them, the affiliate. I want to basically just give you every opportunity to to enhance your performance and your life and your health. So everything that we will be having on our site, on our shop, um, is going to be things I truly believe in and things that are going to optimize your human performance your human experience and your health and so red light therapy has been as you've seen there proven to have many many uh i should say multiple health benefits um yeah i mean and it's and it's it's phenomenal um it's a phenomenal unit that they've got at jove um having seen it and having having actually um I'm mean, actually using it myself. I know how, how good it is, and just ten minutes a day on either side. You know, it depends on full body exposure or if you've got an actual injury. If you want to get like uh, acute exposure to that particular area, you know, something that's going to help you recover from, from sport or help with injuries. Other things that's going to help your overall health. It's uh, a phenomenal uh, piece of uh, equipment, and it's just uh, brilliant for your for your health. The so yeah, I mean, 
you combine this, I'm just thinking in my head, you combine the red light therapy with your infrared saunas, you know, you combine it with your nutritious or like you say, low powered UVB um, uh, electronic ballast sunbeds in the week, you combine it with your detoxification principles and methods, your good food, your exercise, maybe some rebounding, your yoga, your qigong, your tai chi, all these things, you add them all up and all of a sudden you've gone from someone who is maybe operating at 40% of their potential, someone who's operating near um, 80, 90, 100% of their full potential and just giving your body uh, all the, all the, all the um, circumstances possible to perform at its best and to actually be its healthiest. So anyway, that was the interview with Scott. Any questions you've got around that, don't be afraid to send them in to me or and I can send them over to Scott or vice versa, but you'll find them at www.jove.com. And uh, as I said before, we'll definitely be getting their um, their units up on our site. Um as for everything else, guys and girls, if you are uh, struggling with a health issue and you'd like some one-to-one support and you'd like to, to finally put those issues behind you, then the best way to get my help is to give me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. Um, also, lots of quality articles and information over at www.reviveyourself.co as well. And obviously, follow me on, on Facebook, follow me on Instagram, follow the Revive pages on Facebook and Instagram. I always got lots of interesting articles uh, and, uh, yeah, content going up. So, other than that, guys and girls, have a great week. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Scott. Uh, looking forward to next week's interview. We've got Atom Bergstrom on the show, who's probably one of the most fascinating people I've ever spoken to. And it's going to be a real doozy of a show. So, um, yeah, as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. If you're struggling with gut issues such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today. 